everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Party Business Podcast. Right away, right off the bat, I just want to thank you, all of you, for listening to this show. We're starting to see some reviews come in. That's always incredible. Uh, there's some on Apple Podcasts uh, that just say, like, I love the show. Help me start to learn how to play 2E. Even though we haven't done too much 2E yet, I'll take it. Um, it's a great group. I really appreciate how the podcast eases into the rules and serves as a good introduction to the one ring can't wait for more oh man that kind of stuff just fuels us like crazy and thank you so much for leaving these reviews starting to see them on podbean too starting to see them even in the discord for the one ring um we're seeing people shout us out so that's just incredible and uh honestly i can't thank you enough so happy that you're here listening to us geek out over this wonderful world that Tolkien has made, and I just want to get back to it. So let's dive back down into Goblin Town, well, adjacent, and uh, see what happens. We've got our group still in the dark, still not lost, but not found either, <laughs> and they hear footsteps coming their way, which that just seems to be a, a standard thing for them. Get into trouble. And then we get to see what happens next. First, little reminder, they're down here hunting some goblins that attacked that caravan. Caravan's safe, on their way back to the Easterly Inn. But the group has decided it's time for payback. And, you know, probably get some beer and wine for the caravan. Because you don't want the Easterly Inn to run out of alcohol. Let's face the facts. Um, also, there might be some treasure down here. And there might be a goblin king chief of some kind leader who knows so things get need to get taken care of and they're going to take care of them maybe hopefully if they don't you know die miserable horrible deaths down and below the earth who knows how many feet down never to be found again now nah, i want to have it <laughs> that's probably this is probably not gonna happen but well we'll see let's find out let's dive right into the next episode here episode 15 of the party business podcast called a shortcut to orc rooms i'm going to apologize in advance if i sound like crap on this episode because i'm still recovering from covid finally got me so yay it's a shame <laughs> it, it took so long and it took to the very end i know like uh it was a two-year two-month streak uh, you you and did so I well. It. I know, and I got it right on my birthday. So that's always fun. <laughs> COVID <laughs> would do a that. Christmas pre or a birthday present from the universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A birthday present for so that for the next three months I can feel pretty confident that I'm not going to get it. Yeah, uh, it's the summer of Chris this year. <laughs> that's right, oh, hot boy sure. summer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey. more Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Hobbit Summer. <laughs> All right. But it's anything but hot in the middle of the Misty Mountains. Is that a good transition? That's perfect. A sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a segue. <laughs> um, you guys are still down underneath the Misty Mountains in this goblin lair. Is it hot in there? Um, Should we take off all stuffy. our clothes? Yurik cuts stuffy. his sleeves off. <laughs> just rips them off. Start, starting to warm up a little bit. 
Does he yeah. flex him off like uh, Rory? Rory competitively also has his ripped off. He sees it and he's like, "Okay, if this is how it's going, then it's leaves off time." I feel like Rory's one of those dudes that would have the pants that have a zipper that you could <laughs> transition into shorts. So it's yes. not so much that there's a zipper because you know the Middle Earth, but he has definitely had to re-sew them because he's ripped them too before and just sewn them back together. But they're easy, easy rip now. Michael Scott, when he was trying to survive in the wild, that's the immediate <laughs> yeah. mental image I have. You duct taping your pants back on. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Just Rory screaming, I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually tracks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Okay. <clears throat> so, if you'll recall, the last thing you heard was footsteps and some voices coming your way. Correct. You... Are around this kind of boiling pot of something over a fire, <clears throat> and Ted found a button, and you found a button. So I did find a button, neat. a very hopeful button. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, very hopeful. It button. may or may not be Bilbo's, but even if it's not, the placebo effect is a real thing, and yeah, for that real, to hope. So no one yeah. tell him. Yeah, Yurik's enjoying, enjoying a nocebo effect because he gave it away like an idiot. I'm just gonna, just, I'm just gonna hang on to everything. Just in case. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Rory's holding his pants up like, God damn it, I lost it again. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, what would you guys like to do in like the seconds you have as uh, you hear some foot like footprints coming your way so into your little chamber here i know rory was rory's forward was rory is a forward stance character so oh, i am trying to get a location in terms of so there was the large chamber there was this fire at the mm-hmm. center that had some sort of weird pot on it and i don't recall exactly where we left last episode in terms of placement and you said we were yeah. spread around the room how like who's the closest out you know to that doorway if you can like make it my little mental map yeah how dare you make me make this visual for our audio uh, <laughs> as i'm board, looking Chris. at a map here yeah uh, <laughs> how dare you make me describe things um I would say Rory, just because Rory's Rory, is probably closest to the voices. Um, at the very, um, at the very east end of the chamber is where the opening is. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where you've been scrounging around. Everyone else is kind of spread out in the room. Um, I would say that uh, probably Yurik and Ted are like kind of north side of the room because uh, they were talking with each other. Um, we've got Cat Vera kind of on the south side of the room. I would say the kid is probably still more on the west side of the fire in the center of the room. So you're probably farthest away from the voices. It's warm. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Rory's going to use his intensive knowledge of uh, rock and stone. And he's going to, like, uh, stealth among the stone in his, in his form. I'm, you know, just find the smaller rock that makes a little crevice behind it. And I, he, he's going to try and get into a position. He knows things are approaching, but I feel like um, 
everyone it would be I, I don't know if we're like for if we're all forward stancing this or you know if we're just going to attack the voices that are in the darkness but it seems like the smart thing to do in this position is uh scramble into a hide yeah uh ted is going to back up against the wall and notch an arrow uh and um is, is it possible to roll a battle roll to see if there's any advantageous way to take this to where i could get a get a good clear shot before the fight That's yeah, know yeah how well this went last yeah, time my battle is <laughs> my battle is off the charts Ditch. and by off the charts i mean there well. is none there's not any on the charts <laughs> it's literally off so i'm obsessed with it just trying to get an arrow through two heads at once so we'll, we'll see if that ever happens <laughs> you're just gonna i'm gonna keep lining that shut up till it happens baby <laughs> you fight enough times you'll get there True. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and have Ted roll battle. I'd say you're naturally stealthy, so you're going to be able to kind of like find some place to hide amongst the boxes and everything. But roll battle to see what kind of advantage you get I mean, lining up um, the shot. Actually, <clears throat> Rory, uh, Rory, let's have you roll for stealth as you kind of dive behind something. Yeah, sure. Uh, so one of my specialties is stonecraft. So I'm not just pulling those details oh, okay. out of lore, but you know, I Rory has an eye for the stone and where to hide, or not hide, but okay. where to, you know, scramble behind. Rory never hides. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm tactically <laughs> out of view. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that's exactly what Rory's mindset on that. Uh, so his, what do you need me to roll? His head is just in a hole. Uh, go and. <laughs> go and roll uh your stealth rory um but we'll let you roll the 12 twice and take the better one perfect thank you so ted stealth is zero ted rolled an eight <laughs> but he's gonna use a hope point to push it to 15 okay he's oh gonna my. rub his little magic that's right button. be like come on <laughs> oh Oh, all right. Perfect. So uh, I did Perfect. roll with advantage. I don't have any bonuses, but I did roll a 12. <laughs> oh, okay. You uh, you quickly find like kind of a little crevice that would have been just pitch black and missed by anyone else. But you were able to kind of sense a little, little maybe uh, just a little different kind of way that sound kind of bounced off the, the wall. And you're, you can kind of get up in there and you hide pretty well. Um, and I'll say that, uh, Ted, you kind of try to find a place in between some of the boxes and some of the uh, crates of food. Some of it's rotting. It's gross. Um, and you step in something and at first you're like, Oh God. Yeah. Um, but you like hit up against like the back of a box. And so you go, okay. And you find a way around really quickly to kind of get up, kind of get your bow ready. So. You're hidden, but you'll be able to like fire right away if you want to do that. Um, and pretty out of view, so it would be pretty hard for someone to come around and get you behind some of these boxes. Uh, we've got the kid, Yurik, and Cat Vera. What are you guys doing as this starts unfolding? I'm wondering uh... if, um, and Chris, I might have to roll for this, but we're hearing these voices, and Yurik. Um, you know, lives on the go in the woods. He's hunting. I I, th I feel like Yurik would have a sense of like would be able to like accurately gauge based on sound how far something is. Mm. But what what I'm trying to glean is like how much time do we have? Because I've got a couple of things I'd like to do depending on uh, I guess how close they are. 
We'll say that you've got probably like six-ish seconds. We'll say it's kind of like a turn in D&D oh, or something. Shoot. I was going to do a wardrobe change, but then um, <laughs> okay. uh, I, um, I think I'm just going to try and re- retreat. Let's see. I've got uh, three pips in stealth. So, yeah, I, I want to try and like kind of retreat into the shadows as well. And one of my characteristics okay. is, or features is elusive too, so. I don't Amazing. know. Are you saying okay. Yurik's uh, shorn Jesus. sleeves aren't a, a costume change? They they are, <laughs> but what I was hoping to do, uh, I don't know if any of you saw Blake Lively at the Met Gala. My out, I could actually <laughs> swing it in such a way that it completely changes uh, the, the whole look, tone, and feel. But Amazing. Can you you'll be wild. for fashion? You'll be wowed. <laughs> you'll, you'll be wowed by that later. Just You just wait. A man if I know of the fourth anything, age. If I know anything about Tolkien nerds, it's that they love the Met Gala, baby. <laughs> well, you know no, what they do love, Patrick? Uh, Blake Lively. So, <laughs> how, how many pips I mean, do you have in Inspire? Because I'm feeling pretty inspired by that. <laughs> we'll need to do a f- episode in the future on the Gondorian Gala. <laughs> Met Gala. He's, he's furiously writing that down. Gondor Gala. A lot of, a lot of feathered helmets. But the I have theme Gondorian is griffins Gollum. already. <laughs> Lots of engraved and filigreed medals and armors. Do I get any bonus points for somehow working in the Met Gala today? I mean, <laughs> the list of things that we never would have imagined talking about. Maybe not in the dice, but you've worked you've worked your way into our hearts. <laughs> nice. Okay. Good. That's true. That's all I care about. I, I will give you, because of Elusive, you can roll your stealth, roll that 12 twice. Sweet. Everybody's stealthy in this party. My God. Not Cat not Vera, because when, <laughs> when you ask me what Cat Vera does, she's literally standing in the middle with her spears <laughs> just pointed at wherever the footsteps are approaching from. And if they uh, think that I, I'm the only one, that's still an advantage. That's true. Okay. Rory's so you, right up you, there. You've got the you got the fire behind you. All right, I like this. Uh, uh, 20, I have no pips in stealth. I'm not. 20, 20, <laughs> 25, 25 with a twelve. So do I just find Holy the hell. cloak of invisibility or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, 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 you actually do a little find flourish a second with your ring. cloak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the second ring, the backup plan B ring. The other ring to rule. Them plan A doesn't work. Out. <laughs> But a second ring was made. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're a. Why is this one you? vibrating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, we have we have so many advertiser opportunities. The number of things that we we plug during these episodes. Oh, don't say that word. Hey, we should start no free press, right? <laughs> um. Yeah, use, makes it disappear. Use code party business on eve.com. <laughs> the kid uses NordVPN for his next move. <laughs> oh, I think they're attacking from Rohan, but they're really attacking from Gondor. <laughs> Quick, the, roll for Casper Mattress. So <laughs> <laughs> you recover uh, all your health and endurance on a Casper Mattress. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Yurik, you, uh, you hide the hell out of this room. Um, you kind of like lay down, you kind of like get a good position, kind of crouch down, ready to fire, um, amongst like some of this goblins like things. And you just look like a pile of rags that someone threw like off to the side. So you're, you have a clear shot and they could look right at you and not know that there's this, you know, person sitting there. Um, 
So that's what we're going to say that looks like. Uh, and the kid, what would you like to do? I definitely want to get out of the fire, out of the light, right? Okay. Yeah. But Probably I don't know what exactly that means. Can I just uh, move? Yeah, you can just move. Just, um, <laughs> you know, like in Scooby-Doo when like... They'll like they're running everywhere and then they bump into each other and they keep running. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I'm picturing right now. Like, oh, 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 just like oh. gotta gotta find a place to hide. <laughs> I'm, I like that a lot. Actually, picturing the kid a little um, bit more like Thelma though. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna say you kind of try to hide up in some boxes, but you're out of the light. But just kind of away from the center. You're not exactly hidden very well. <laughs> um, and these two figures come in. Um, one stops kind of at the entryway of the room. A bigger orc. And uh, a smaller one, a goblin, uh, goes into the room. And you just hear him, fine, fine, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. And uh, Dobby? <laughs> <laughs> I, I blame COVID. Uh, <laughs> and it, I mean, kind of, I guess <laughs> he goes like towards the fire. It looks like, uh, and then like kind of just jolts and stops because he was not paying attention. And this mountain of a woman, is Ted's going to, Ted's going to go ahead and shoot. Oh, okay. He, so the last thing you hear before this, this the shot <laughs> goes off is the goblin just go, ah, and <laughs> uh, go ahead and shoot, uh, Ted. See what happens. You're definitely sneaking, too. So I have to remember what the advantage is for that. Is this a cold shot? Are you trying to get two, two for one? <laughs> no, uh, this is, this is Ted, someone, not Yurik. If someone, gets yeah, two yeah. For one, <laughs> if someone gets two for one before Yurik, I think he might have just <laughs> abandoned the whole, the whole thing. Uh, that is an 18 that's, uh, with one six. That's when Yurik left. Ooh, oh my whoa. god. That's a hit. <laughs> Goodbye, <Eric. laughs> Um He. Okay. First of all, the goblin is like probably 15 or so feet in front of the orc who stopped at the front of the, at the passage, right? And um, so all of a sudden it just realizes this big mountain of a woman is standing in front of the fire. He was not ready for this at all. And an arrow comes streaming in. How much damage did that arrow do? Uh. Uh, that would be five damage. Five damage. And then uh, you have a six, so you can add more damage if I you would like. I would like to add more damage. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's like when Amazon says you can get it for free tomorrow or for free in three days. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I guess I'll get it tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> I think it's your uh, body, body score. Oh, add my body score? You add that. Yeah. Yeah. To the five. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't have a very big body, so uh, that would be two extra damage. That's seven. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I want to use my favorite score, but I don't um, know how to. I don't think I can. No. Uh, you fire, and it goes, like, directly into his side somewhere, and he just screeches, like, <laughs> and falls, like, prone but he's like he's breathe like you can still see him breathing Capera, he and he's kind of like writhing around he's big yeah he Damn did 
<laughs> um, he's like writhing around in front of you, and the big orc in the chain, like in the um, like tunnel, like right at the entrance, goes, "What is that?" And um, looks like he like he's got a, a, sh a shield and like kind of like this spear, and he comes like rushing. He kind of takes two steps into the room. And goes, who goes there? And just points right at Cat Vera, not understanding exactly what just happened. And Cat Vera looks at him, and she goes, point, points her spear at him. She says, "It's your doom," and charges at him. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and roll. <laughs> Let's roll. Actually, I guess there's no initiative to roll. We'll say um, you guys have the advantage for sure. So all of you get to go first for this poor bastard who's not going to be able to probably do anything. Um, uh, Rory, you're actually right next to him. Um, and uh, what was that, Sean? No, sorry. I was just going to ask if he had anything uh, uh, in the way of armor beyond a shield. Like, does he have a helmet? Uh, yeah. Does he have... He doesn't look like he's got a helmet on, but he's got like some kind of. Uh, let me see, what it is that we're calling this. Um, <clears throat> like leather or. Yeah, like some kind of like leather and like bits and pieces of like iron maybe put together. So, gotcha. um, you know, it's a pretty good. Like he looks hefty, um, especially with that shield. So. Yeah, well, as Cat Vera's charging, then <clears throat> I, I think you're. Uh, Yurik is going to take a shot for the for the face. I'm going for the face. Okay. Oh, wow. All right, fire off. I'll let you fire off a round, and then we'll get our forward position people going. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. So that was Rory who was next. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. I, think, I, I think you go first. You're in rearward, which means you go yeah. first. Okay, cool. Well, just, you're in, okay. Yeah, because gotcha. usually there's like volley rounds before. This is all tight, close quarters, so it's a little weird and different, but we'll, yeah. we'll give you the volley. And I can okay. see Yurik wanting to get the shot in before any close combat starts. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, that's true. And doesn't the kid have a great bow now, too? Oh. I, was, I literally looked at that and went, oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the kid with the, this giant bow that he's, like, really struggling to get back. As big as him. Listen, like, okay, oh, quick tangent. I did archery in college. The bows were as tall as me, so <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> oh, no, it's super possible. Okay, so then I... Um, I mean, Han is probably a better shot than all of us in real life. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, so, Chris, I lied. So the, when, I'm, when I'm firing the bow, just the D12? <laughs> and then, and then, and then the skill points? <laughs> yeah, he did like it. He did it. No, I was, I was right. Oh. Guys, if we all yeah, had a right. class together in high school, guess who would be cheating off who? Do you, do you have a good sense of... Do you have a good I would sense be cheating of, off of you. A good sense of who I was oh in high school? Um, okay, so D12 and then the skill points. So yeah, I rolled a nine. This is a New York, New York Times published author, by the way. <laughs> hey, I, my strengths are my strengths, okay? My weaknesses are weaknesses. My weaknesses are many. A lot of... Uh, okay, so I rolled a nine, three skill, so 12 with the three skill points. Uh, Is that right? 12. Rolled the nine. See? That's going to be a miss. <laughs> that was the 12 and three sixes, right? 
No, or that was many it, no, no, no. Sorry. So that was my question. I have like three little um, <laughs> things filled in next to Bo. So I just added three. So I didn't do it right. Uh, oh, so you, you, you're right. So first roll. So 15, uh, 18, 22. Does that go through his face? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> this man, oh this man rolled three ones. Yeah, you do. Oh jeez! Yes, that uh, definitely. That def- actually. I need Cat Vera once she arrives to sta- be standing ends. over a dead body. That's all I care about. Oh my god! <sighs> all right. For so, those listening at home, take a shot now. <laughs> yeah, this is the, I'm just going to start a game. game. This is the new game now. Pod. Whenever um, Sean asks about rules. <laughs> Just be like the hobbits, like, happy birthday. Like He asked about the rules. Yeah. Um, so, uh, any sixes, did you say, in there? Yeah, one. Okay, you can trade that in for more damage, according to your body score, too, if you'd like. I'll do there, that. I assume. I'll do that. Are there any other bonuses that come with that? If you get the Yeah, the there's... Yeah, there is. Um, if you go to that combat sheet, I think I gave you guys... Yes, there you is. Could, you can see if pierce. I can see it on here too. Um, I definitely want the arrow to pierce. Yeah, pierce is like you can increase your d12 roll to see if you uh, get a piercing blow. But that's only useful if you're like right on the cusp of getting a piercing blow. Yeah. Hey, you know, I've got blow. this, um, I've got this like. Uh, lore master screen now for second edition and I'll be really ready when we do the full conversion but it ha- like the things they chose to display just not that helpful <laughs> hmm. like do I really need to know like sources of injury for like following falling how often is that gonna like you die <laughs> true okay hmm. but yeah there's other things you can trade that six in for uh, so I, that would just bring me to 25. So I'm just, um, I'm just good with that. Um, well, it, it's the damage that you do that your, your body score oh, adds so, to. So eight. So, okay. Eight. Or then... 25. I mean, just depending on. If you're <laughs> oh, a total obliteration. Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it does. So you, you get a good shot in and he had no idea where it was coming from. So, uh, this arrow comes in, jabs him somewhere in his upper chest. He l- lets out this howl, and um, combat's absolutely started. He's looking not great to start things off. Um, and you got Cat Vera, and I assume Rory is also in forward position. Anyone else going to be in, f- in forward? No. Going to be in the rear with the gear. I think they're both in rearward. Okay. Now that uh, I remember, I have a bow. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, then, Rory, I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to come out of the little hole that you're in? Because you're actually closer than Cat Vera to start. So the here's the mental image of what Rory would like to accomplish. So what what uh-huh. I like to envision happened was Rory. Hear, heard the noises happening, he like literally threw himself at this like wall hole and he's like, he was crouched down and he watched all this kind of happen as the feet walk past and so as the feet walk past he sees, you know, here's Cat Vera charging in he's like, well I can't have this yeah and, 
And so I, I would like to like army roll out of the hole and then like <laughs> pop up and then swipe at his legs. Sweep the legs. <laughs> like a- All right. With my axes, of course. I'm getting such Danny DeVito vibes from Rory. The, uh, the roll, <laughs> just, just garbage all, all over the. It's <laughs> <laughs> my thing. I'm the trash man. It's trash. I, I may or may not have that mental image, uh, you know, in there, but just the the roll out and like the pop up and just like whatever this tiny thing is, I don't want a part of it. But okay. um, I yeah. So, so you're gonna sweep the I, legs. Sweep the legs with my axes. No, go. <laughs> nice. Uh, go so ahead and. Uh, I have three pips in my axes, so I'm gonna roll my d12 and the three d6s. Okay. You hear that, Sean? <laughs> uh, uh, noted. Um, <laughs> the trouble is, I, I already had it noted, and I still asked, so we're. Okay. <laughs> So I, I I do want to clarify something. What was was it a positive or a negative if you landed on a one on the D twelve? A one. Well, on a one. Nothing. It's just a one, and okay. that's that's fine. It's the eleven, right? That is the it's the, the eleven. The, the bad the, the one. The I. The I. The I. Every time you you've brought that up before, it always reminds me of the robber from Catan. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Oh God, and I've got um, more yeah, than seven. That's when you in my roll hand. seven. So my... you roll seven on your die, the robber from Catan yeah. comes in. Yeah. Unfortunately, I got an eight. One of them was a six, though. Hey, um, uh, you come to sweep the legs, and he's like already taken a step back from that arrow that hit him, and you just like kind of miss the juicy parts of his calves, and. Um, as you're rolling up, Excellent. you kind of get disoriented. So you're up in front of him, but it's you, you missed. <laughs> okay. Uh, and over top of you, here comes Cat Vera. Cat Vera, <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, I was you thinking I was more like to the side or behind, but it whatever works mm-hmm. out. I know, like the side. Uh, yeah. Uh, corner of your eye, here comes the spear. You know? Okay, perfect. You already know what I'm going to do. That Troy, yeah. that Troy jump. He's not bigger than you. He's not bigger than a human. Just get oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to ask that. <laughs> uh, 19 with 1-6, Chris. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you're in forward. Yeah, that's a hit. And I'm going to do a heavy blow. Of course you are. So, uh, just... So, a, bl- a heavy blow, according to this, is you spend one success icon, then raise the... Additional plus one if you're using a two-handed weapon, which uh, I think a that's spear the... is. Yeah. Or at yeah. least a great spear is. Yep. So what, body score plus one? Body score plus one. Jeez. So that's going to be a total of... You ready for this? Yes. Nine plus, nine plus seven is 16, plus one is 17 damage, Chris. Jesus. Ow. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Ooh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now, she's yeah. a little bit of a she's a little bit of a glass cannon. She doesn't have a lot of uh, parry. <laughs> so everything that's, that's where I run problems. But, yeah, but so, everything is usually dead by the time they have the opportunity. <laughs> so yeah, Rory kind of rolls out and misses, and all of a sudden the spear comes out of the corner of your eye, Rory, and just goes right through his throat, just right through, and he's like, "Where?" Oh. 
Oh. And that's the last disgusting noise he ever made. And uh, he's dead. And it doesn't, he didn't get any time to alert anyone. And you don't hear anyone else coming down the, the tunnel. Listeners, Chris and is, you, Chris is, uh, Chris is weeping during as he no. describes this. By the way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I fine. Wink, yeah. I, I wink at Rory. I haven't seen nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you distracted him and you made him stout. I, I had him the whole time. Just say. Said I say. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I, exactly, I did. I did. Yeah, thank you. Yurik just walks up at that point as they're kind of talking back and forth, and I pull my arrow out of his like upper <laughs> chest, and I, I look at Catvera and I say, I weakened him for you. And I kind of brush the, <laughs> the blood off my leg and then kind of just walk. Yeah. <laughs> and that counts as a group kill. We all get one, right? <laughs> we all get .33 repeating percent of I don't, kill. I don't understand. It's like when everyone tries to open a jar... That's right. And then the last person opens it, yeah. and everyone's like, I weakened it. It's the pickle jar <laughs> argument. In this exactly. scenario, uh, Kat Vera threw the pickle jar on the ground, and it just smashed everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I threw it against the wall. And then snorted the pickle juice. <laughs> Burned so oh good. <laughs> Meanwhile, all you hear on the ground is... As the goblin is still writhing around, dying, but... Question. Not dead, yes. Do we need any information from this goblin? I guess if there's, like, traps or something. Yeah, go get a word from a goblin's mouth. Where their treasure is. If they have any more wonderful ideas. (laughs) What do you guys want to do? Ted will. <laughs> the kid no. just like steps over. I'm like, oh, I feel like oh, the kid oh. might have been on the verge of something pretty eye-opening. I, I think maybe maybe <laughs> maybe pursue that a yeah, little bit. Maybe the kid talk you out of it. Think of that. <laughs> I think the kid should go for it. For what it's worth. Rory thinks you should like... always follow his example, but Josh says that you the should kid. not follow Rory's example. <laughs> the kid's still fumbling with an arrow, trying to like get it on the <laughs> string. <laughs> It was it was more like, hmm, we should probably interrogate him. And then I looked at the body and I was like, ugh, maybe not. <laughs> just, just does smash the kid, it. Does the kid say that out loud or does he, does he just think it? He says it out loud. <laughs> Ted, I like this. Ted Anyone says, want to I respond think that's to a that? wonderful idea. And Yurik, Yurik says, uh, Yurik kind of turn, looks over his shoulder, says, uh, I second that. And I'm going to kind of adjust course and come back and follow Ted towards um, the screaming, so yeah, Ted, wounded enemy. Ted uh, struts over toward uh, the goblin um, with, was with, with full knowledge that all. he's the one who caused this uh, and walking like it. Um, <laughs> And he uh, he come he, he gets down eye level with the goblin and uh, kind of grabs him. <laughs> I love <Good>. that. Um, <laughs> and says, uh, "Listen, you do not have to die today. You really don't. But we need a little bit of information from you." <laughs> Well, uh, why would I help the likes of you? Hey, hey, get your, get your little. What, what are you anyway? It's so small. Hey, 
Yurik, as he's talking, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to approach <laughs> next to Ted. I'm going to slowly kind of press my boot on the wound as he's... Oh, no. Oh, real nice. Real nice. Oh, what do you want? Stop. Just please, please. I'll tell you whatever you want. Whatever you want. Oh. Is this goblin from Jersey? What is this? <laughs> Sometimes. COVID. You know if they're from Jersey, they're goblins? Come on. <laughs> Ted says, we want to know what's down there. What do you mean, what's down there? It's our home. It's our home. How many? Tell us what's waiting. There's lots of us. Goblins, orcs. Oh, well, yeah. He kind of counts with his fingers. And uh, a lot of them. <laughs> and I, oh, God. <sighs> Is there treasure down there? No. <laughs> yeah. you kind of looks at Ted and says, yeah, "Our definitions of treasure might be uh, might be a little different from his." But uh, how many of your friends are down there? I said already, it's a lot. I'm gonna pull up all ten of my fingers. <laughs> Is it more than my ten fingers worth? Oh, yeah, yeah, more than that, more than that. Oh, a lot more. <laughs> the kid, the kid holds up ten of his fingers next to Rory and be like, "More than this many." <laughs> he kind of like Carried puts his feet. finger up and starts like trying to like count however many fingers you. Yeah, yeah, about about that much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a lot. It is a lot. Are there any traps down there mm. that you silly little people have laid? Oh, no need for traps. No one's going to come. We didn't think anyone was going to come in here. No traps. Just warriors, you know? Like like real good fighters. Real good fighters, you know? Just stab them. Stabs are back. Just stab you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we know. You're, you're real good warriors. That's why we killed you all so far. Anything, <laughs> anything you're hiding down there? Protecting? No. Yurik puts more pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at this point, at this point too, Yurik kind of clicks his mouth, and then Finn kind of emerges from the shadow at my side and gets pretty close. Oh yeah, to, gets pretty close to his face. Forgot about Finn. <laughs> uh, uh, you got one of those too, huh? All right. Uh, hey, look, there's not much anything down here besides. What we like to take from travelers, but our leader, he's going to be the new goblin king down here. The great goblin. Well, the other great goblin. But, he is not happy right now. Things did not go the way he wanted. And now, I don't know, we were supposed to have some great feast, and now we have just... Some scraps. And they keep talking about the dark woods. And they keep, oh, these orcs keep coming from the dark woods. Keep telling us to join up with them or something. I don't know. I I, I just make like all the, the gruel and stuff, you know? I, I don't know nothing about no plans. Do you know anything about chains? <laughs> That's a good question. You, 
Have you heard have you heard any noises lately that might resemble I don't know chains dragging on the ground? Uh, with chains on your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, our leader and the, the new great goblin and he kind of puts up one hand that's still a little bit free and not <laughs> causing him a lot of pain uh pain. He he talks about he talks about this guy from the woods. Something like uh, the chained boss or something. I don't know. Chained one. I don't know. He, he he keeps trying to come up with a new clever name for him. And he 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 does it. He changes it every time. But it's always a chain something. And he says he's never gonna bow to him because he wants to be the great goblin all by himself. So you're saying that guy's probably not down here then? No, no, no. That's very interesting. That's most helpful. Thank you. He just, he sends his, a couple of his orcs, you know, and they, they come talk to us and sometimes we eat them and sometimes we don't. You know? <laughs> but you know where he is. Orcs. Yeah, yeah, we eat them. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. They're just, the, they, they come from the dark wood, you know, that, uh, the creepy woods across the valley. Say someone wanted to go there, would you be able to take them? No, no, no. I I never been in. I never been in. Would uh, Rory or any of us as a character know that where the the dark woods are? Is that you know a nearby kind of location? Is it kind well, of a known area? I'm assuming he's talking about Mirkwood. Uh, it's it's a very large place. <laughs> I've got the, I've got yeah. as just a specialty trait Mirkwood lore, but I've like Patrick said, it's a big big place, so I don't know if I could uh, if I'd be able to. I think leverage that. Yeah, I I think um, anyone with Mirkwood lore, so like uh, Yurik, you figure he's definitely talking about Mirkwood. Um, you know the darkest part of Mirkwood is Southern Mirkwood, like that's where all the problems have always been. Um, and it always kind of creeps out from there. So if something's active again in Mirkwood, probably southern part of Mirkwood. That's would, still a pretty large amount of area to cover, but still. Mm. Would the location of, like, Kirith Ungle be known? Right? That's the Kirith Ungle. Right? Yeah. Uh, Dolgador? Or, yeah, Dolgador. Kirith Ungle. What the uh, f- Bless you. Uh, wrong spot. Wrong, <laughs> yeah. wrong spot. We were all about to call you out. No. We all definitely knew. Yes, I yeah. also knew what Chris knew about that just now. So yeah. look out. With his with his Mirkwood lore and everything. Um, but uh I mean it is generally known kind of where Dolgador is. Um it'd be hard to kind of like track through the woods to get there. It's not like a like a path leads you there, you know. Um, but I think like, especially, um, the woodsman would probably have a good idea of the general area where it was and have the best chance maybe of like getting there in one piece and at least finding it, um, quickly enough, but it's, it would be tangled woods to try and get there. Would, would Cat Vera think that Bjorn would know? Um... I think Cat Vera knows would think someone who knows. Yeah, probably be a good idea to talk to him about it, and certainly, uh, Yurik would think to talk to uh, Radagast, Radagast about it. Yeah. All right. 
Okay. Kill this motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> ah, the great Tolkien quote. <laughs> <laughs> so, Too uh, many motherfucking goblins in this motherfucking cave. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of told him that we might not kill him. I mean, Kevin is just standing off. He's, she's probably been hiding the body of this orc or something. <laughs> yeah. Yurik, Yurik uh, reaches into... Um, I have a pack. I have a rope that I've used previously. And I'm just going to create like a little makeshift collar uh, around Finn and then around our injured friend here so that they can't get like more than maybe like a foot apart. And then I say to the rest of the group, maybe we should all kind of talk in private for a moment and uh, decide what our next steps are. Um, do we want to go further down or do we want to pursue this new lead That's a good point. uh Catvera will say these goblins and orcs they're like ants the only way to get rid of a colony of ants is to, is to, de- to destroy their hill so we gotta we gotta if we just leave now this new goblin king or great goblin or He's just going to cause more problems. And even if we kill him, another goblin will just rise up in his place. we got to just eradicate this whole colony of goblins. I think you're right. And then Yurik kind of looks over his shoulder at the at the injured goblin and then back at Kat Vera and says, but I think this, um, I think this new friend of ours might have some valuable information that could help us. Um, the odds are not necessarily in our favor down there. There's at least 20 menti. 20 men. <laughs> <laughs> and he flashes Does his it... palms twice. <laughs> the kid helps. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, to, I, I will say I agree. We, The only good orc is a dead orc. But that being said... Uh, you can kill a nest more easily by, you know, sometimes you smash the hill or close off an entrance, not just kill each ant individually. Sometimes, you know, some, every dwarf must know when he's outnumbered. The and we seem like... The thing that Rory ever <laughs> 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 oh, Sorry, Maybe. I blacked out there. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Where was the wine again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, just say I, I don't know. Does Tolkien have? I guess in magic, but like, um, there's no explosives. I'm like, how, how do you close a cave? Can you, could we cause a rock fall to close something off? At least to give the people um, of the nearby towns, you know, protection from I... these goblins. You know, <laughs> I feel like if we guy. do that. I feel like yeah. if we close off the cave, they're just gonna and they're not dead. They're gonna be mad. Find a way out and then do some damage. I will say, with your kind of like stone knowledge, the treasure's Rory, lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do know that um, enough about kind of like you kind of take a quick look at these tunnels. You could probably find a weak spot, and the problem is it would be noisy. You might mm-hmm. be able to cause a rock like you know slide or something to kind of clog one of these passages but 
you might be able to cut them off and it would be temporary because you know goblins are just as crafty as dwarves mm. just about and they'll find some other way to dig themselves out could we smoke them out <laughs> don't want them out though right <laughs> well, I, well i mean i guess what i was trying to say is we could like maneuver them that's a big word for rory let me think of a different one <laughs> rory, rory rory wants to reintegrate them into society we're, we're gonna no, find no, a, no, we're no. gonna find a nice job for you guys no we're gonna we're gonna we'll, we'll fill the chamber with smoke and as they run out you you guys with the arrows will shoot them and then me and cat vera will slice the rest as we're talking, I mean, Yurik is walking over to grab um, the injured goblin and drag him into uh, our circle. There, There is another option. And I don't know if this would be a roll or what. But it seems like these goblins and orcs don't particularly get along. Uh, would there be any sort of way to cause, like, a riot or an uprising or something? Mm. I mean, they, they were talking about the the new king not liking the old, <clears throat> old the chained, chained boss guy. Yeah, but even what we just witnessed with the orc pushing this goblin around. Is it too late to tell the, tell the goblin that the orc? sent us <laughs> <laughs> we're with the chained one yes <laughs> is, uh, well, uh, we don't have to we don't have to, we we can still lie to other orcs and goblins True. maybe not this one but i th- i think that cat vera you i think cat vera would get the sense that there is like dissension a little bit between huh. like the orc group and the goblin group um there seems to be maybe messengers or something or somebody trying to like get the goblins to do something they don't necessarily want to do so yeah there might be some dissension between the orcs and goblins that you could use somehow i want to go in the hole (laughs) (laughs) all right noted okay the kids down all right guys we got one vote for the hole uh, oh, <laughs> who else wants to speak up? <laughs> one, okay, we got one hole. Any other holes? Yeah, I feel like I'm t- taking an order. <laughs> Super size, uh, can, can I get a baker's dozen of the chocolate glazed holes, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yum. That's I'm with like, the kid. How would we? How would we convince this goblin? I don't like, think you know. I don't think. I don't yeah, time. I don't think we have time to really try and. Uh, I mean, does anyone convince the goblin to do what? Who has awe? We're like, done with to, this goblin. Try to like cause an uproar amidst his goblin friends. Let's take on. We we took on how many how many goblin or things? We did. That you time? almost died. You did. You almost died. That's fine. But you also <laughs> had like five other people fighting with yeah. you. I, I uh, in a defensible position. Rory's worth five people. At least five warriors. <laughs> That's true. So I mean, like especially when he shoots the legs. 
my it's... my distinctive feature is eager, and I don't know what that oh. means. I just want to make a decision. And go. Okay, I so like, we're we're I outnumbered. Mean, you... We're outnumbered one, two, three. So four to one, I think, is kind of the breakdown of that, right? So each mm-hmm. of us yeah. would need to kill if we go if we go down, and we confront them. We would each need to kill four. Let me let me grab my weighted dice. Hold on. Someone get their graphic calculator. <laughs> so we can before they like wound you twice, because it unlucky rolls. You get wounded. You're done. Yeah. Dang. I don't think. And what's down there for us, other than the new Goblin King and the like altruistic like pursuit of just like snuffing him out? Like, there's no tre- nothing that we would want. At least not well, that we could gather. The Goblin right? was. The goblin was yeah. pretty dodgy when asked about if there's anything down there. Yeah. Leading me mm. to suspect there is, in fact, something down there. So maybe and we go stealth. there's right? treasure. Maybe rather, than, like, maybe rather than confronting them head to head, we, uh, we, we kind of interrogate as one? much information out of the goblin as we can. Cat Vera, you can do with him what you'd like. Or Ted, maybe you can talk Cat Vera out of it. But maybe we can get some actionable <laughs> intel. And those of us, um, maybe quieter and better at hiding than others, could uh, see maybe what we could pull out of this without taking on those odds. Who's our current scout? Um, they run up ahead. I, I, I was. Yeah. Probably Yurik. Yeah. So maybe we go maybe we do that. Ted and Yurik. Ted, Ted is on the way. <laughs> Ted's like, the hell with this? <laughs> Ted's, Ted's, he heard uh, treasure Ted, and he's Ted gone. Hears, every time he hears, maybe we should send a scout, he just goes ahead and starts walking. Yurik points at the uh, injured goblin um, and then looks at Finn and says, watch him, and then I follow Ted. Okay. So you've Cat got Vera's... the injured goblin and everybody else behind. Cat Vera, what did you say you want to do? I want to look for any gold summon signs on the ground to summon any uh, <laughs> any friendly or friendly players. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Try finger. Very high roll. Let let uh, me solo her. Is there a summon sign for him around here? Anyway? <laughs> Try finger, but hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Could this be okay. a dog? Question mark. <laughs> um, so you've got. Yurik and Ted walking up ahead. You go down the tunnel carefully. I'm not even going to make you roll stealth. You've rolled stealth really well this whole time, so I'm going to keep those rolls. Um, you go down the tunnel very carefully, quietly, um, and it splits off into two different directions. You've got a, a one tunnel going to the left, one tunnel going to the right. Split the party. Okay. Split the party. So we need to get that, that long rope that they tied around that dude in the exorcist who walked into the TV, right? And... That way we can pull each other to safety afterwards. Yeah, get him back. <laughs> sure. How far have we walked? Uh, you've walked maybe 20, 30 feet. Okay, Ted immediately turns around, goes back to the goblin and says, which way? Either way, where do you want to go? Yurik, Yurik has um, followed Ted. Uh, and I'm going to kind of yank this goblin up. I'm gonna throw him over my shoulder. He's still tied to Finn, and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring him to the to the impasse to the fork. Uh, uh, wait, wait. All right, all right, all right. 
Should we do something? Make him be quiet? Rope in so mouth? Ted, Ted just says, what's down here to the left? Say, hey, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he feels intimidated enough that he's not going to like do anything to probably bring himself harm. He's already okay. bleeding pretty well. <laughs> okay. Um, he goes, <clears throat> to the left, that's, um, well, that's the dining hall. Uh, that's where most everyone is right now. And then also, we've got our little uh, <clears throat> winery, you know, a little, little cellar. <laughs> like, you know, isn't that what, what, what you menfolk do? You got, you got your, like, your, your fancy rooms with just What's alcohol. to the right? Uh, oh, uh, that is, um, that's the smithy. Tell us more about yeah, this. We make our, we make our little, uh, we make our swords, you know, the, the best, the best swords. Uh, and, uh, all our arrowheads. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, have all our crafting down there. That's that's what we do it for war. The the war to take back, uh, Goblin Town for us. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goes. I'm not a fan of Arrowhead. Do you have any Dasani or Sparkler? <laughs> <laughs> Yurik Yurik looks to the right and says, uh, "The right it is," and starts heading that way. Okay. Yeah. Ted Ted says. Are you all? Are you all kind of in tow as well? Uh, I'm le- I'm pulling yes. up the rear because I got no okay. stealth. Yeah, I mean you give them enough space that you know you're not going to make noise for them. Yeah, um, I think I think Rory and, and heard the word treasure and smithy and got a little more interested and was you know just following for curiosity's sake. At this yeah, point. I was worried Absolutely. that when Rory heard wine, he was going to just jolt. Oh, I, yeah, I forgot about the wine too. When I heard wine, I was really that, that was very <laughs> intriguing. Okay. Um you take, you know, you go down this pretty narrow passage um that goes another 30 feet or so. Um everything's starting to get closer and closer together you're kind of in the main core of this goblin layer um and in it you still see some like embers going in this big kind of uh smithy it's it there's a forge going there's some um like tongs and pliers and different things to kind of work metal all of it is very like rudimentary and i think rory you see like immediately that this is like this is no craftsman's like uh, you know smithy here. This is um, it's pretty bad, but you know could get the job done. And you've seen some of the weapons they've been carrying around. Yeah, it makes sense that they make them in this little pit here and <laughs> do what they can with the iron they probably could scrounge together. Um, no one's in this room though. Um, as you've been walking, you kind of feel bold enough to go out into the room a little carefully no one's in here there's two passages leading out of this room one kind of to the southwest and another one kind of going more back east um, kind of back towards where he was talking about where the hall was there is some you can hear some voices coming down that passage not coming towards you they all seem kind of staying distant and you can't really make out what they're saying it's kind of like it's kind of just distant down the hall. But the room you're in is empty. And as you're looking around, 
you do see some piles of like weapons that they've made that they've maybe are still working on or thrown aside because they were really bad or something. There's some dingy piles of rags and different things. And uh, I'm going to have everyone roll for your, was it scan or, or awareness? What is, what is it? Awareness. awareness. Yeah. Always forget. <laughs> that's, a, that's another shot, by the way, when Chris doesn't know the names of the skills. Yeah. yeah. I rolled another You get to two, it's going to be easier. I got a nine total with a six. Oh. Do sixes do anything on non-combat rolls? You have to succeed. Yeah, yeah they, oh. they can give you a great success, but you have to succeed first. Uh, I rolled 18. Okay. I rolled what did a, you say we were rolling? Uh, awareness. I rolled a 15 with one six. Rory's distracted, and he's making fun of the goblin-grade iron. He's like, barely better than stone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I also rolled a 15 with one six. Okay. The kid? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I've forgotten how we got in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're so unaware Just a seven. what I'm hearing. Just a seven. Okay. Well, then Yurik, once again, Yurik <laughs> is looking around, and uh, something kind of catches your eye underneath kind of this pile of what looks to be their, like, daggers and swords that just were made so poorly that they're just trash. Um, so, you kind of t- give a cursory glance at it, but something kind of catches your eye a glint that um you didn't really see on uh, like first looking at it you kind of dig into the pile and sure enough wrapped up what looks like just dirty rags thrown into the bottom of this pile maybe purposefully you see what looks like a long like handled long hafted axe that looks really well made. Like it's all wrapped up. So you could barely see the blade at first. But you kind of undo the top. And this axe is just beautiful looking. This is not a goblin axe mm. at all. I'm going to okay. make a beeline for it. Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, You already got a cool axe man. Why well, might not keep it? I gave, <laughs> I gave the damn button away. And come to find out. It belonged to the most famous dude on the planet. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab the axe and take a look. See. Okay. Grab that axe. Um, go, <laughs> go, go ahead and roll. What is it lore? You got a lore roll. Athletics. How I get over there? I cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull up the the friggin' skills one of these days. Um, let's see. Let's. What do I want you to roll? Hang on one sec. Um. We got a, a. Do you have a lore or history? There's, I have. Sorry, give me a second. No lore. Is there a history skill? There should be. There isn't. There should be. Let me look history. at the. Can I use? Yeah. Can I use healing or explore? <laughs> I mean, lore might be like history. Yeah, I there think is lore a lore. Is. 
There, yeah, there's a lore. Yeah, lore. There's a lore. There's just not a history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, then, yeah, definitely lore. Son of a bee. For sure. All right, guys. There we go. <laughs> I'm not going to know what this thing is. Well, that's a solid four, Chris. What do we got? <laughs> <laughs> In Nebraska, um, that's like a seven. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's some kind of writing on, on the axe itself. It's definitely not like a language you're used to. Nothing that the Northmen or Woodsmen or anybody like that uses. So um, you think you're even familiar? Maybe you you think you could spot like Sindarian Elvis script or something if you saw it. And this is not something you've seen kind of written before. So can someone Yurik, else roll? Yurik knows. Someone else. Yurik knows knows that these these areas, these spaces, this is like Rory's. Um, sweet spot like this is this is where he shines so my instinct if i'm picking this item up and i don't know i can't quite make heads or tails of what it is would be to head in his direction and get his input okay yeah i'm making Rory... fun of the goblin steel steel <laughs> <laughs> now you see something different like put presented in front of you some of the oh. some of the wrapping is taken off and i'm not going to make you roll rory that's dwarvish script <gasps> this is now this, <laughs> look, this is craftsmanship. Oh, and he like he's like <laughs> the way that you handle like a fresh piece of meat or like you know he's like showing it off, just like a, a chef showing off like the nicest piece of greenery he's ever held in his life, or like a a thousand dollar mushroom or something. He's like, oh look at look at the fine craftsmanship and detail, oh, the engraving, oh the the script. Uh, what could you tell me about it? <laughs> from from yeah, the script. What? Also, Ted Ted is also just taking taking everything in that w- whatever Rory's doing. Ted Ted is just like receiving it and and like giving back like double the amount of energy of of like excitement. Incredible. Yurik asks. So so what does it say? And kind of gestures with his head to the writing. Oh. Well, let's see. Is it first age or second age or third age runes? Let's see. Uh, no, Chris, I'll, leave, I'll let you take over. <laughs> um, it says, a dark death to the foes that stand before me. Ooh. A dark death to the foes. A dark death to the foes that stand before me. Oh, we did. We did take it to play that Rory doesn't know how to read. Shh. <laughs> Listen, these wounds are old, and I said the craftsmanship is great, but there was some dirt, all right? It says buttery, flaky crust. <laughs> Gluten-free. <laughs> um, so with these kinds of runes, Rory, um, this is like, this isn't your average, everyday, you know, um axe and it was thrown in the bottom of this like like pile of garbage basically it's obviously hated by these goblins Mm -hmm. um but perhaps they don't have the skill to unmake it um so and they are unwilling to wield it because they hate it so much so something special about this axe it seems so why don't you go ahead and roll lore for me if you can kind of garner any other ideas about what absolutely its history is. Um, I so I have no pips in lore. I'm trying to think if I can also get maybe 
like craft maybe um, i have three I pips in craft and i have um, craft would be a good one yeah that's great my calling you might not yeah, yeah you might not be good at history but your study of craft might uh um, i'm also memories. so my calling i am like i am a treasure hunter so i, I would also feel like I maybe not like I collect stories of old weapons, but like you just I get the gist of some mm. things. You know, you hear okay, yes, there were these dwarves from this period that made these sorts of things. I like that. All right, I, I will like uh, roll craft if you will permit that. Yeah, I think I will. I like that. And let me get my dice going. Please don't be a one. Yes. <laughs> oh, it is a total of twenty. I rolled it. 10 on my d12 and no sixes um wow then i think somewhere um in your like study of of these weapons you might you didn't notice it from your like attempt to like browse your the history of your mind but from your study of the craft you start putting two and two together this is an axe called azenbark and it means the dark axe and um here's kind of what it means mechanically speaking uh it is a grievous long-hafted axe and what that means is it does a damage of six plus one so it does a damage of seven because it's like heavy in your hands um and uh it does an injury rating of 18. I'll give you all these stats, too. But injury rating of 18 if you're holding it in one hand. Injury rating of 20 if you're holding it in tw- uh, two hands. So that's quite the uh, rating to have to overcome if you get a piercing blow yeah. with this thing. Um, and then it's got a load of three. But, um, but, yeah, basically it's this heavy thing. But there's something special about it that you can't quite place. Okay. So um, you have you have all just discovered your first legendary weapon. Um, which Wait, Wolfbiter it, wasn't? Yeah, Wolfbiter kind of was. But in terms of 2E mechanics, this is the first, like, actual one I've built, like, from 2E's, oh. like, stuff. So here's how they work. There is a hidden trait to this axe as well. Um, some weapons will have multiple hidden traits. This one's got one. Uh, that basically what you're going to have to do is try to figure it out during a fellowship phase, like either find a lore master of some kind or like trade in your at, like there's a couple of different ways we can go over doing it. Um, but yeah, there's something special about this that you can unlock and, uh, it's pretty awesome. (laughs) And, uh, we'll see how we can unlock that. But you are holding a legendary ax in your hand, perhaps used defending, uh, Casa Doom itself. Oh. Um, Yurik looks at oh. Yurik's gonna look at Rory as Rory is just like gazing at this axe. He, um, he has dollar signs in his eyes. Yurik <laughs> Yurik is gonna sort of um, kind of absentmindedly, as he's scanning the rest of the room, say, "It seems that that weapon means more to you than it ever would to me. Uh, it's yours." And then Yurik is gonna kind of start to continue to move throughout the room. He's like, is there anything else cool in here that I could have? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Yurik. We got to get Yurik. So- well, at least you've got the uh, wolf biter yeah, already. He's got wolf biter, bro. That's true. That's true. He's got, he's got something and a dog. more than all I of these things. I got my things. doge. And that's, that's friendship. Also true. 
Ted, do you know what this means? It means we're it's rich. <laughs> this thing is old. I was hoping you'd I've never say those seen words. marks like this. These are these are ancient. This may have been used in the fight of Gazadu. Like, uh, what, what was it? Az- Azam. Azambark. Bark? Azambark. Like A-Z-E-M-B-A-R-K? Yeah, it's uh, A-Z-A-N-B-A-R-K. Yeah. Azambark. Wait, does that mean you're going to sell it? No. No. Think of what we could do with this. (laughs) That's how we'll be rich. I'm thinking of a lot of things I could watch you do with it. Well, I mean... how long is the haft? Because I, I, Rory doesn't want this to be true, but Josh kind of likes this. Where I kind of like the idea where it is the the dream weapon that Rory always wanted, but it's just still a little too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, I, I, you can hold it in two hands, so it's a long, it's a long haft for sure. Okay, okay, okay. It, it, or maybe, maybe you know, mechanically, yes, it's two-handed. I think I like to think maybe it just looks a little too big in his hands to like mm. be comfortably cool looking, at least <laughs> mentally in my head. But Rory is, you know, he he still takes it with significance. This is, you know, this is an, a legendary weapon. I think. Yeah. Thank you, your monster I, hunter is, weapon. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like Final Fantasy weapon in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the campaign, Rory's just going to have, like, an axe that is 12, you know, 10 times larger than he is walking around at the end of it. It turns uh, into a gun. What I've always wanted. All right. Well, it turns I, into a gun. Is there any other treasure in the room? I mean, not to get greedy, but I'm just saying, like, if they have this, they, there might be other stuff. I, we should really look. Uh, or, like, you don't. No, go ahead. Rory says if it has a rubbish <laughs> on it, it's mine. Dibs. Yeah. <laughs> Ted runs All up and grabs days. one of the crappy broken swords and brings it over to Rory and says, "What about this one? What does this one do?" <laughs> Sadly, he just nods his head and he's like, "No, Ted, no." <laughs> and Ted just shoulders kind of slump a little bit and he's, "We'll still find you. We'll find you your sting." Poor Ted. <laughs> Ted rubs the button and says. I believe you're right. <laughs> or we'll forge you your own. That'll even better. Oh, man. Um, all right. You take a look at the rest of the smithy, and there doesn't seem to be anything else of significance in here. You have some very kind of like distant voices coming from your eastern passage and then to the southwest-ish, south-ish. There's a passage leading down to very dark. Like, there's nothing coming from there, but... Who knows? Mm. What would you like to do? I want to ask our prisoner. You still have your goblin guy, yeah. yeah I want. I want. <clears throat> yeah, I want to. Um, and he's still. He should still be uh, tethered to Finn, just so he can't kind of okay. make a clean getaway. So I'm gonna call Finn, and Finn's gonna start to kind of like pull his <laughs> um, half dead ass over to my side. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, I'm not even. I, I'm as I'm kind of scanning the area. I'm just gonna ask left or right. Ah, <sighs> uh, left. And he points to the eastern passage. That that's the that's the dining hall. Everybody's in there. I think. Great. Good. So Inc- what's right? Oh, that's like our that's our beds and sleeping quarters. Yeah. Your belongings? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's take a look but, at those. I mean, and then I'm, no, gonna start, yeah. I'm just gonna start. I want to start moving towards the uh, sleeping quarters. Yeah, Ted. Ted is like sneaking as fast as he can over there, <laughs> rubbing his button vigorously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's power walking. Uh, yeah. Um, as you walk, um, these kind of split off in all different directions for the sake of like our sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of look through each chamber using the goblin to kind of guide you. And it is literally where it looks like a bunch of goblins sleep. It's reeks in here. Um, there's just filth and cloths thrown. There's like shiny rocks that some of them have collected. Like that's their belongings, you know. Ooh, shiny rocks, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's not really any treasure to be, to be had. Um, and as you kind of keep going through each chamber... You keep heading kind of uh, eastward, little by little. Um, doesn't seem to be anyone in here. And as you come out, there's um, kind of a couple like stalactites uh, coming down from the top. And um, it's a little bit wider chamber that opens up to a huge chamber. Well, huge comparatively to what you've been seeing. There's little like flames going on in there. So there's a little bit of light. Uh, and it looks like there's 12, 13, 14, somewhere in that number, uh, goblins and orcs sitting around what looks to be like just like this. You don't even know where they got these. Just probably over the course of like robbing people on the high pass, they have made some cobbled together like tables to make it almost look like long tables and put them all together. <laughs> probably the slats of the sides of carts that have been like thrown mm-hmm. together. Um, and at the very like end, and now that you've come through this passage, you actually, the closer end to you is a great kind of like stone, very poorly chiseled rock that looks kind of like a throne sitting at the the end. A big fat orc is sitting in it, uh, with a goblins and orcs kind of all sitting around him. He is, he's raising his hands. He's yelling at them. You can't even understand. He's right there, but you barely understand what he's saying. Well, right there, 30, 40 feet away. And he does not look happy, and neither do any of the goblins or orcs sitting around the table as they finish off what looks to be wine and beer. And we'll get to see what happens with them next time. Oh! <laughs> oh. Never going to see the light of sun again. 